in the space too. I don't let my blood walk. Do freak, I had to cut my other little bitch off. Ooh. 50K, you can come and book a nigga for a blow up. Hey, what's up? It's us. We're back. Yep. And it's popping. Episode 21. Yep. If you've been with us all this time, congratulations. Shout out to you. You're the real MVP. That number one. And for all my white folks, Wigga. And hey, it's been two and a half weeks. And we back in this bitch. And we ready to do the damn thing. I don't know if y'all knew, but a bitch is unemployed. You know what I'm saying? And hey, I still got that check, though. You know, that's what matters. <laughs> so I'm in a good mood because I'm unemployed, but I ain't broke. You know, I'm on some Ritalin because a bitch found out she has ADD, which answers a lot of questions in my life. <laughs> so uh, shout out to all my people who are adults but still can't keep their thoughts together. But I heard that that's like uh, a curse for the creative. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's just a testament to the fact that I have some fucking abilities, people. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I'm on a big dose of Ritalin and a bitch is super focused. So let's get into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. It is Control All Playlist, and it is your girl, Christiane Slaughter, a.k.a. the bougie goddess, a.k.a. that bitch who is unemployed, but chilling, a.k.a. the bitch who still drives a brand new car and lives in a nice apartment and is in a big motherfucking city and who is on a tangent right now. Right. Shout out really? to y'all. Really? Okay. That's okay, though. We gonna ride with you, Christian. I got a new weed, 24 inches, baby. We out here, okay? I'm about to give me another Caucasian job. That's about right. to be on and popping. What's going on with my, with my partner? Partner, who are you? What's your name? What's up? It's Kelly Kell, a.k.a. the Curly Hair Assassin. You know, I'm in here. Yeah, Asian. and we still blonde. Yeah, we are. I like it, you know? I'm letting it grow out, and I'm gonna trim the side up a little bit. I'm a, I like the little ombre look a little bit. I'm gonna okay. let it grow out. I'm gonna let it grow out. No. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yeah. It's getting longer. It's whatever. But still managing <laughs> this life and work, DJing and enjoying. Well, it's hard being a boss. It is. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Grinding though. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this. As you know, we have the simple format. We give our song of the week. We talk a little shit and then we go through the playlist. If you haven't had an opportunity to go through the playlist, you will see that on social media. You should go ahead and give it a listen. I think this week is fire. I know we say it's fire every week, but I think this week especially fire. Okay? Me and Kelly Kell are back in like old school five years ago days sending each other music and collaborating. Like it was real classy. Yeah. This playlist. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So definitely, I think it was a real collaborative effort. If you haven't listened to it, give it a moment. I definitely think it is, um, minus maybe one or two songs, one of the perfect playlists to give out this month of February, round it out. Let's get into it. Songs of the week. Now, I'm going to go first because as we know, I'm I'm, I'm first. Go ahead. I ain't mad at it. Go ahead. You got some good songs this week. (laughs) But all right, as you guys know, I love Little Dragon. We did cover their album, oh God, way, way back, maybe last year sometime. Mm -hmm. They got some new songs out. Now, mind you, they didn't put out no promotion, didn't barely even put up an Instagram post, but they released two tracks. The first one is called Sway Daisy, which I absolutely love. I feel like Sway Daisy is like 
old school little dragon that you always want to hear with like a tinge of the new sound with that electronic kind of uh, pulse to it. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very good. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Sway Daisy, definitely do that. But my favorite song of the two is Best Friends. Best Friends to me is absolutely classic little dragon like if you miss that place to belong geez why am i going blank but you know if you like that old old little dragon best friends is as close as you're gonna get to it um her voice is on a million this song is so good if i had it available i would play a little bit for you but for all my people who like that electronic r&b like that's right in the middle right in the line best friends is going to be the perfect song for you so definitely take a moment get on your itunes ship yeah uh we as we have people around here who use title and, <laughs> and your Spotify and go ahead and listen to Best Friends or Sway Daisy. That's my songs of the week. Kelly Kell, what you got? Well, you know what? Do in my vein of uh, the independent artist. And my song of the week is By Money Fela. I've been watching this girl since the days of MySpace. You know, back in the day, y'all know, MySpace was the place to find music. She got a new project out. She raps. She's real poetic with it. The project is called Day Camp for Dreamers. And the song is called Hashtag My Thoughts on Love featuring Nick Hakim and Estero. I love Estero. So this song is just on that wave of, you know, real lyrical. You can bop to it. You can chill to it. And if you like Estero and that alternative R&B with some raps in there, this is definitely for you. So shout out to her. You can follow her on Instagram at A-F-R-E-Q-A. A freak, I love you, money. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm feeling this project. It's real cool. If you like vinyl, you can check out Vinyl Me, please, and get her her album on vinyl. I ordered mine, so you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a real cool project. She's got a lot of interludes on there that really speak to something, like encouragement and whatnot. I'm just into it. I'm just into it. So shout out to her. Song of the week, Imani Fela. Hashtag my thoughts on love. Check it out. It's on all places where you can get your music. Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Apple Music, Tidal. Check it out. Bandcamp. I haven't heard that in a long time. Right? Hey, right? make your music, though. Make your money. That make brings me money. up to a subject, though, that I've been thinking about recently is what is after the digital download? Mm. Like, you know how everything recycles? Like, are we going to bring the CD player back, the disc player? Like, I'm curious because not to say that I don't enjoy a good digital download. I love having everything on my iPhone available to me, but I'm just curious, like, are we ever going to like be waiting for album art or whole, or like, you know, like how in all, on all the CDs, they always had the little poster that you could put up on your mm-hmm. wall. And stuff. Like, do we care about that shit no more? I do. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm a vinyl collector. So I, I feel like there's a, a whole vinyl resurgence and especially a lot of people are putting out cassette tapes again. So I feel like it might right. come back. It's going to come back around. I don't know about the CD. You know, I don't know about the CD. <laughs> but we can just keep the vinyl and the tape. Maybe not even the tape. Just give me the vinyl. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be set. You know, I don't think vinyl will ever go out of style because of the DJ. Yeah. I mean, I think even though DJs are now using like Serato with the loaded in tracks and stuff. But I think like a, a classic DJ wants to mix and be able to do that thing and, and manipulate a record. So I don't think vinyl will ever go away. But I'm curious, even with the hipsters, when they brought back vinyl a little bit, where mm-hmm. it was join this subscription and we'll send you vinyl every month and that kind of shit. I'm curious if it'll even, uh, I'm just curious if it will even come back in a resurgence in a way where it's, it's you go and get your vinyl. 
You know what I'm saying? I like you want so. you go to the store, there's gonna be a thousand vinyls and you wanna be one of those motherfuckers who get a thousand vinyls. You know what I'm saying? Like I hate that everything now seems like if you get a vinyl, you gotta pay an extra fee because you know, it's limited edition or it's a limited release or it's you know, you're you're digging in the crates individual. So I'm just curious, like, is that is there gonna be a new way of I hope so because I got SZA and Kendrick Lamar's LP, you know what I'm saying? So Speaking of vinyl, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna have her sign it. I ain't open it. I'm gonna open it just in front of her to have her sign it. But it's in there. When is is you going to see Scissor? I don't know. Whenever she come around, (laughs) the next time I got money now. So hey, shout out to my job hiring me. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I got money now. Yeah, I can do do a little bit, just a little bit, not too much, just a little bit. That's so funny because my last job, I, like, it brought my pay up by, like, almost 10 Gs a year, right? So I took um, my whole family for my nephew's birthday. I took them to the Nuggets game, and they was playing against OKC. Oh, okay. So that was a good game. Oh, it was a good game. And it went down to the buzzer. We won at the very, very literal last second. But super good game. And while I was there, I was like, get you a beer. Get you the hot dog. We were sitting hella close. It was, like, six lines from, from, from like, court line okay and so there's like a little personal vip or whatever when you're there so i'm like order whatever you want like they was like should we go to concession i was like nah fuck that when we get in the vip we gonna order our shit okay (laughs) shoot you was on the come up every time artists would be like babe you want can we get this i'm like i gotta check now nigga like come on order what you want (laughs) i mean that's what i'm saying a bitch is healthy right now yeah i mean i don't know too many people could lose their job and be like nah Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I mean, no shade to my paycheck to paycheck individuals. I've known the struggle. I felt your struggle. No shade. I'm just saying, when you get on the other side of the pillow, it's quite cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. But all right. We're going to talk some shit. Well, I don't know if we should call it talking shit because we're talking about the height of black excellence. We're talking about there's level one black excellence, and we at level 10 black excellence because Black Panther came out. Preach. And it was during Black History Month. Preach. And it was an all-dark-skinned cast. Preach. And only one white motherfucker who was taking the L all Amen. the time. Amen. Amen. <laughs> What a great movie. Now, we do have some African-American haters who are out here saying that Black Panther is overplayed, Black Panther is overhyped. And I'm just going to say, they've been touched by the white devil, and they just don't understand themselves. Really? What do you mean overhyped? That movie was like, I never thought in my lifetime. You would see a black movie in the first place for the MCU to allow a Black Panther movie, and literally there's not one white massa or one white savior mm-hmm. in the movie. I mean, come on. I think people are just so, for lack of a better word, whitewashed. Mm. They just can't even understand how important this was. Mm. But what I want to talk about, though, is not that. I want to talk about just how fucking amazing the movie was, what a fucking bomb-ass soundtrack was attached to it. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the little differences that I noticed in the movie because I do like comic books. I don't know if Kelly Kell embraces that same love, but I have a little bit of information and we could just, you know, educate everyone. Oh, I love comic books. I love comic books. Yeah, I'm definitely a supporter. I'm a collector too. 
Yep. Black comics matter. <laughs> so for me, I gave the movie five stars. From Jump, it was good from beginning all the way to the end. Did I like Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger? I'm going to say yes and no. I did like him as Killmonger because we was talking about an Oakland as opposed to a New York mm-hmm. And I just feel like people from New York are way more greasy. Mm-hmm. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like a New York is real greasy, real talk that talk shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and the original Eric Killmonger in the comic books is from Brooklyn. Mm. Because a director who is black Amen. and directed in the number one gross-selling uh, black-directed movie in the world Amen. is from Oakland. So, of course, you make a couple changes for your Oakland director. You know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. I, so, I, I thought that they were kind of paying homage to the, the creation of where the, the Black Panthers started because didn't they start in Oakland as well with Huey P. Newton? So that's did. what I thought that. I didn't know he was from Oakland. Okay. Okay. They did. They so here's the thing. There was a lot of question on whether or not Stan Lee named the movie named him Black Panther because of the Black Panther movement. Stan Lee said that they came up with that with the character almost a year before the Black Panther movement even came into fruition. Oh, okay. So it was just one of those serendipitous things. Mm. But I think that all around, Oakland just seemed to be the more appropriate place mm. for them because i think new york is becoming very gentrified too so it's probably really hard to find a good place in the hood to have a spaceship come down you know what i'm saying like yeah, that's that, that where you really gonna go oakland is still super fucked up i mean just for lack of better words you know what i'm saying it's oakland if you go to oakland you want to hold your purse tight and you want to drive with the windows up and you better hope they tinted you know you gotta keep it real i mean this is being honest we're talking about north <laughs> california I know. I've been up there. Last time I went to <laughs> Oakland, we was driving down the street. The Somebody pulled up next to it. They was rolling the butt, blunt, lit, lighting it up. Ain't no tin or nothing. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. This looks like, yeah. We in We're the in the hood. hood. Yeah. We're in the hood. Yeah, that's all right, <laughs> we in the hood. I ain't mad at it. Do, you, do what you do. But Chad watch out. Boseman, Chadwick Boseman was in his bag in this movie. He is the perfect Black Panther. And the more I try to think about who I could replace him with, I can't think of no one. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Agree. Agree. Like, and I felt like for a minute there, before we knew who Black Panther was going to be, and it was just the buzz that there was going to be a Black Panther movie, I was like, here they going to get Jamin Hunsu to come play the token Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't think of nobody else that they would choose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they did a great job. You know, I've seen he him in the previous Avengers and it was believable. It was sellable. You know, and he did a good job there. I, I like how they continue to stick with the same actors, too, throughout Fuck the whole yeah. series. I'm you know, Marvel... They... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut it's you okay. off. I was just going to say, I'm glad that they stick stuck with um, the same character, same actors. Makes yeah. sense. I think Marvel, for me, only thing I have not liked is... No, is that DC? No, that's Marvel. X-Men is Marvel. I don't like the way that they do the X-Men movies. Mm. because they always leave a cliffhanger and then they'll give you what you need. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to the actual MCU, like the, the the Fantastic Four and the Thors and the Hulks and all those movies, you absolutely get your money's worth. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I'm excited to see Infinity War. I think that it's going to be a fucking killer. I think everybody in a mama going to be in the movie. And I think it's just going to be a, it's going to be a good look. But let's not stray from the subject. 
Black Panther is just a good movie. At the end of the day, my white folks was in the movie theater with me. Mm -hmm. My black folks was in the movie theater with me. My Hispanic folks was in the movie theater with me. And we was all laughing together. We was all on the verge of some misty tears together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a real to me unifying moment and I and I hate to that my fellow black folks didn't want to embrace that. What you mean? Cuz I because, went with my whole family, all my nephews, I took all my nephews. Now listen. There was a meme, it wasn't a meme. There was a post on Facebook. And Facebook had showed pictures of white people dressed in African garb. Okay. And so a lot of black folks is on there like, what the fuck are they doing? Wearing African clothes. This is appropriation at its finest. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. I don't have a problem with it. They wasn't in blackface. They didn't have on, you know, kinky twist hair or some craziness. He just had on, he had on like, they had on like a nice, cute, you know, dashiki looking shirt. But it wasn't dashiki print. It was like African print. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it was real classy. And you could tell that they was just trying to embrace the experience. I feel like it's super backwards when we tell people all the we tell white people all the time you can't relate to us. You ain't gonna you don't wanna understand us, you don't take a moment to get us. And then a white family comes and they try to show some solidarity mm-hmm. in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. And we tear it down. And I didn't like that. I felt like, you know, I, I applaud the white man. For coming to uh, coming to a movie that you know for a fact is gonna be packed with black folks, no matter what neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And and you have on your African garb. And are we forgetting that there is such thing as South Africans? The white yeah. people are in Africa, and I'm sure the <laughs> were a little African print. I don't know. They got their own tribe or some shit. White tribe. You know what I'm saying? You stupid. I don't know. You stupid. I mean, but it ain't my job to find out. That's all I'm saying. It's not my job. I just feel like as long as they wasn't in there with blackface talking about I am T'Challa, like I'm not tripping. Yeah, yeah. I Let mean, them do their thing. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. You know, I think it, it did promote a lot of diversity and a lot of solidarity. And I think that's really necessary in the climate that we're in right now. You know, even though we have a fucked up president, at least I, I feel like we're uniting on a lot of things that are making Agreed. us stronger. And this Black Panther just hammered that nail in there. Like, hey, we're mm-hmm. here. We're not going nowhere. It brought a lot of happiness and joy as well. Like, it was a real sense of pride that I felt going to the theater and watching that scene when he has to defend himself, defend his throne, or fight no, for his right to get everybody. in the throne. Did you see they just yeah. have that beautiful They can challenge pen. him. Yeah, where they have mm-hmm. all that all the black folks up there in a traditional dress, you know what I'm saying? We not challenging today. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was I thought that was great. That was beautiful. So much pride. But you always got that one Yeah. Even even that movie shows you. Yeah. So shout out to all you one But I think that's necessary too because we not nothing comes easy for us and you need that person to make sure that you're worthy, that you're qualified. We can't just hand nothing over. Nothing is Nothing is given here. You got to earn it. So I can appreciate that. My nephew yeah, think- was like, Dude, why, did he, uh, why did he fight for it? Because I was like, he's supposed to. He's supposed to defend it. You're supposed to prove that you're capable. So if there's you, a lot you of If you feel like lessons. you're the chosen one, you got you to show and prove. Yeah, exactly. 
Can we talk about the women? Don't forget the women now. Okay, I know you're so going to circle we switch around over to, to the women, hold on. Before we switch around to the women, I think that that scene is the perfect segue to Ops, which is one of the songs on the soundtrack. Okay. Because it's true, you do need opposition in order to reach your fullest potential. So, I mean, that's completely true. I have to agree with that 100%. But yes, let's talk about, about to say bitches. Let's talk about the, the wonderful women specimens in this movie. First of all, Lupita Nyong'o. I don't want to butcher that. But um, Lupita was in a bag. Yes. She was a guerrilla warfare agent. Yes. She was in there kicking that ass, taking names, whooping ass, and letting her know, you only get me when I want you to get me. Not because you're the king. That's like, right. you know, owning, owning her goddess owning her owning that light and i was into that i think and i think for the young girls who saw this movie it proved that you know humanitarian efforts aren't dead and that being a good person is not against the law and you don't have to choose money over your self-respect yeah say that you don't gotta sit down you don't gotta sit down and just take a seat because your man says so do what you want to do and and make sure that you're just as happy as him and that i think that was a real good message in that movie because you at the end of the movie you see that they get together but she made it very clear to him like i'm still about to be in these streets helping my people like that's not gonna stop that's right that's right then let's also talk about the chick from walking dead deny she plays one of the women in the Jesus Christ. I don't even want to, I'm just going to avoid saying it because I have not been able to say it successfully once. But she is in the women's guard who, you got to be a bad bitch to be in the women's guard. Like, no, a chick just don't get plucked out of the Wakanda tribe and get to be, get to shave her hair off and rock that spear. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be a bad chick. And Denai plays the main bad chick, so she's like, you know, a head bad chick. And, you know, she handles her business. And I also, even though I am a weave wearer, I'm not going to stop wearing my weave. I'm not going to let that shit go. But I shout out to her for, uh, you know, she put on her classic lace front. She was like, I need this shit off. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's a plenty of times that I was like, damn, I wish the shit could come off. But it ain't. But, you know, <laughs> anyway. Uh, this movie, uh, these the girls in this movie, just women empowerment. Even Shuri, yeah, uh, the Black Panther's sister. She's the head of technology for Wakanda. The, the princess, the princess, the Disney princess. You know, Disney does fork up Disney the box. Marvel. She, yeah, the the best Disney princess ever in life. And uh, Princess Shuri is the head of technology. She's saving white lives, and we have two white lives on record. That she saved. She saved Bucky's life. Yeah. And she saved uh, the white colonizer whose name I can't think of right now. And, you know, she's clearly a fucking genius. Everett Ross. Thank you. Everett Ross. Yep. And then she also, when it was time to get busy, she got out there with them Iron Man fists and hit him with that fist of cuffs. So, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) She's a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, and I have to say bitch because she's just a bad bitch like there's 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 bad chicks and there's bad bitches Shuddy is a bad bitch and if you've seen the comic books you know that she eventually becomes the Black Panther so it just shows the sky's the limits for all of us girls um, the time is up I'm not talking about me too but I just mean in general men are out here underestimating us and it's time for us to come and show these niggas anything you can do I can do better smarter swifter and more efficiently Okay? Yeah. Most so, deaf. Most deaf. But 
Overall, I give the movie 10 stars. Fuck five. 10 stars. Nothing that I would have changed uh, besides Storm being in the movie. Right. When is Storm going to get her movie, though? But I need a good Storm. You know what I'm saying? Give me a good Storm. That's my problem, too. I liked Holly Berry as Storm. I'll never hate her. But I don't like that Aaliyah girl who played Aaliyah. Uh Uh-huh. Hate her. I can't stand her. I don't think she's a good actress. She's too... I understand that Holly Berry's light, but Holly Berry's like colorless. Mm-hmm. She is. You know, she, can, she can give you black girl struggle. She can give you mulatto girl struggle. She can give you dark skin girl struggle. She can give you, I, I, I'm playing white, but I'm really black struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Holly Berry is just such a good actor. She gives you color free acting. But this chick, I just can't stand her. I haven't seen the X-Men where she was playing the Storm, so I can't really speak on my opinion of her. But um, did I even watch the Leah movie? I didn't watch the Leah movie either. Did you watch so... the Drumline movie? Which Drumline? The new There's one? There's a second Drumline, and no. she's, she's, she's uh, Nick Cannon's character. Nah, I ain't seen that. She's, she's, just, uh, she's just not a star. I don't see it for her. I don't like her. And if she plays T'Challa's wife, which I think is hella dumb because T'Challa's a big-ass man. He needs a good, big woman like Lupita with them thick legs and that body and the height to be his woman. So if we bring a Storm, I need, of course, a Storm with some darker color on her because Storm is a dark-skinned woman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she's straight out of Africa. Aurora is straight out of Africa. Like, I don't understand... But you know what? We have to give credit to the fact that uh, the movie business is super whitewashed back in the day, and things are just now making a change. So mm-hmm. maybe they'll maybe they'll come to their fucking senses. I don't know. Storm is T'Challa's wife in real life, like now, really in the comic book world. Oh, okay. Well, I need to catch up. So um, I need Storm and T'Challa to have a moment in this motherfucking movie. So figure it out. Kelly, Kel, do you have anything you want to say about Black Panther? We both know we love it, but yeah. is there anything you want? I just like to add that it was a beautiful thing that they made this movie and that I think it spoke to all of the struggles that collectively us as a people have been going through and been saying for years. And it just acknowledged everything that we know in such a graceful way. It created something for us to live into, something for us to believe in. Like my nephew, this a real place, Wakanda? And, you know, it kind of killed me to say no. In reality, it can be a place. We can live into that that hope, that dream, that that uh, reality that we are such a beautiful, intensely passionate, kind, humanitarian, powerful people in general. So we can live into that. And I just hope that the young youngsters coming up uh, take advantage of that to the fullest, you know. So it was a beautiful movie and I hope there's more like it. And let's just kick this off and ride this wave. Great movie. 10 whatever. Oscar. We better get some Oscars for it. That's what I know. Has anybody gotten an Oscar for a Marvel movie? I don't know, but we need to. Shoot. We need one. We need one. I don't know. <laughs> it ain't even a, it's an action movie, but hey, it's on GP. We should get one. Alright, that's all I gotta say. Let's get into this. Alright. Moving on to the playlist. Today is Control Playlist number 21. We got 17 tracks of fire for you. We're going to talk about a couple of the Black Panther songs near the end of the playlist, but let's get 
started into the beginning. The first one is Raven Lene with Sticky. Now, um, I came across this girl on YouTube. I have was uh, making my playlist of music while I was doing my homework for college. YouTube suggested that I might like this song, and then I heard it, and I was like, well, damn, YouTube, I do like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But it's called Sticky. It's from a young girl. She is going to an arts college in New York. And she has been working with none other than somebody who Kelly Kell and I both love a lot. Who? Steve Lacey. Okay. That's right. He's yeah. on her EP. He's got a song on there, right? They do have a song together. And I absolutely fucking love it. But let's talk about Sticky. I love this song. Um, I think the beat is funky. And the way she sings on this song, it's like another planet. It was like a space age groove. And I've been really into that lately. Like, I've been listening to a lot of Cali Uchis. And for me, this is like the same bracket of music. I really like her look. I think she has a fresh look to her. Um, and I think if she keeps this music in this way, I listened to some of her uh, earlier things and it was a little unevolved, you know, not as curated as it seems like the new music is getting. So if she keeps on this wavelength, I definitely think we could have another, you know, uh, I don't want to say low grade, but maybe popular in the R&B world, girl. Uh, okay. I really like it. Uh, yeah, I liked it too. I gave it, uh, it was it was a, a definitely a hit for me. So I gave it a five. Me too. And uh, like you said, her vocals were just perfect. I, it was it was very interesting to listen to. I like I really liked the content of the song as, as well. At first, I thought it was about something sexual because of the title, but right. then I started to read the lyrics, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is just about the ups and downs of love." So I'm I'm there for that. So I agree with you. There's something special with her. Check her out. All right, Kelly Kel put the next song on the playlist. So go ahead and hit it up. Yeah, this is Buzzy Lee. It's one of my suggestions from Apple. It's called Cool Hand. And uh, it's real mellow and chill. I've been in that kind of just chill vibe. I have a lot going on in my life. So I need music that kind of settles me down and gives me some some grounding. And Mm. she's like, it's better to be wiser than a cool hand. So that's kind of my motto. I try to stay wise and chill. So I like it. It's kind of like... Alternative R and B. She kind of reminds me of, of a little dragon type feel. If they would Great ever do in my R- mind. If, if they would ever do R and B the way we wanted to, this kind of be, you know, fitting with their their vibe. So I liked it. I gave it a five. What you think? Uh, you read my mind. Uh, this to me is like I would have preferred to hear Little Dragon sing mm-hmm. this song. Not to say that this Buzzy Lee girl is not um, good. I really liked her voice. I gave it five stars. She has like a really fresh and airy kind of tone to her, which is very calming. And I didn't. Um, But I also felt like her vocals with that fresh light, kind of not as busy electronic beat was really nice, too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this song is really good. But for me, it did leave me longing. Yeah. Hear Yukimi singing this rather than um, Busy Lee, but um, she has very she has no followers on Instagram. She's very low profile, so if you have not gotten onto the boat, now would be the time for all my uh, hipsters and purists who don't like popular music. So go ahead and get in there now, get kids. Yeah, you know you can be telling them like you know I was listening to that bitch three years ago. (laughs) Right, that's me. But um, yes. So that song was really good. I gave it five stars. Let's talk about a song that I did not give three bar. I did not. I did not give five bars to. Why? Okay. Uh, We're gonna get into it. That's why I'm gonna introduce it. It's Honey Do by Lion Babe. Now, 
I gave this song three bars. Now, I have been feeling really deflated by Lion Babe recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, They still have, like, a really good quality. And her voice is never going to change. It's always great. She always sounds clear. She's she's definitely been working on her vocals. So, like, mm-hmm. the talent part is definitely elevating. But the songs just have not moved me. yeah. None of them. Treat Me Like Fire, I felt like, was so powerful. Like, Mm. they came in and they were like, you know, I'm going to hit you with this, like, electronic, but, like, very funky R&B-ish kind of beat. And her voice was so, like, I kind of liked the fact that it was, like, deconstructed and kind of, like, not at its best. But once somebody starts singing at their best, I expect the songs to get better. And I just have not been... I just haven't been feeling anything like it's all good music. Mm-hmm. So I'm not hating on the music itself. But have I had anything that made me go like, whoa, like this, they have something. And at first when like Treat Me Like Fire came out, I was like, these motherfuckers is going to be popular. Yeah. And they are popular. I'm not taking that away from them. But I'm just saying like, I really felt like they were onto something. And now it just kind of seems like they're staying stagnant. So for me, I gave it three bars because the song is not trash. But they just haven't moved me in a very, 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 very long time. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You know, I I really love Julian's falsetto. Like, there's a moment where it the song is kind of out of sync, the vocals are out of sync, and I'm like, what's going on? But then as the song progressive, it comes together in more like a gospely, you know, group kind of collective mm. singing, which I like. I felt like that should have been closer to the beginning. And just give me the falsetto. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear that airy, you know, her 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 tone is beautiful. So come her on, upper Julie, register. give it to me. Yeah. Her upper register is really where she shines the most. Yeah. So I, I kind of, I guess I gave it a four. But, you know, since you compare it to Treat Me Like Fire, yeah, it's definitely not a five at all. You know, but the music is cool. It's a simple song. It's got their signature flavor on it, but... I agree with you. You it does leave you lacking. Like, where's the album at? Can we? Can you just guys get in the room, get with some producers that you like, and make it happen? Like, come on, mm-hmm. they got the they got the talent. Let's go. We agreed. Waiting. Speaking of people who don't move me, uh, Man of the Woods, Justin Timberlake. I tried to give Justin another chance. I said, let me put a song on the playlist. It's his next single, which is called Morning Light. It features Alicia Keys. Man of the Woods is just perplexing to me. I just. I don't get it, and I have been trying to get it because I love Justin. I mean, no shade. His uh, um, his performance at the Super Bowl was meh. I didn't watch. And and this shit is meh. This song, I gave it three bars because I do enjoy the simple beat, like that cello and the voice track, and then when it like breaks into that really cool light rock guitar, like mm-hmm. I was into it. The production on this, I think, is just a testament to Timbaland and the Neptunes. And um, I know he worked with one other person who I can't think of right now. But when you have good producers, you have to still bring the vocals. And this is the perfect example of that. The lyrics to me are lacking. And to me, Justin was singing in this like Southern tone that he's never sang in before. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And Mm -hmm. it just confused me. Mm -hmm. And then you bring on Alicia, who has that light. Alicia sings on the lightest part of each note. She never gives you like a hard like you know what i'm saying like i know the song is supposed to be sweet but justin sings full out so you need to have somebody who is singing full out that's why beyonce and justin on that um oh yes that was you know a saying? song until the end of time uh, until Ooh. the end of time because Ooh. they both are just like yes 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 you know what i'm saying like alicia and justin is just not a good mix yeah i wasn't feeling it the song is cute and all um but alicia just didn't bring anything that made it more enhanced 
So for me, three bars. It's definitely a miss for me. I love Alicia Keys, but lately, I'm not sure what's been going on with her musically. Um, I can't really get into her. Maybe she's just a different place in her life that I'm not in yet. But I just can't connect with her musically, and this is disappointing to me. This was a miss. I gave it a two. I I did Ooh. like the guitar. It was interesting to listen to. But the the country is gospel feel. Just do me off. Like what the fuck? I don't want Agreed. to hear that from you. There was like even a church organ. I'm like, are we going to church? No, I don't want that from you, Justin. Like, if that was the case, why are you coming out with your previous songs? It, it, it's just disconnected. Right. You know, it it I maybe if I hear it more, it'll take time to grow on me. But as as of right now, it was just a miss. You know, I'm I know sorry, this isn't. But, nah, I'm not into it. I hate to veer off, but I'm saying like the same the same thing with Justin is the same thing that Lady Gaga did to me because I do really like Lady Gaga's music. And then she put out that Joanne album, which is like mostly country music. Mm -hmm. I have not even given that thing a full listen, Mm -hmm. like literally, because to me, I'm not saying that I never want an artist to feel pigeonholed. Yeah. You're entitled to release whatever fucking music you want to release. But just like when Nicki Minaj started doing that Starship shit, I was like, whoa, where the fuck is Roman? And I had to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's just like, don't get me accustomed to a certain sound and then not baby step me into it. You know, you can't give me all nine inches of the dick. Give me one or two first and then you thrust. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't need all that. That confused me. Oh, you know gosh. what I'm saying? Because I just felt like, no, because you have, you have to believe, like, perfect example, Drizzy. Drake goes, you know what? Let me put out an all singing song. But instead of doing that, what does he do? He hits you with you the best. He hits you with take care. He gives you a couple songs where he's still giving you bars. And then he gives you a little singing so he could get you accustomed to it. Yeah, we clown that. But it was still good music. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we get that, I gotta find your love and shit. He was was like, okay, okay, Drizzy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, baby step me. Yeah. Okay. Agree. Put a little lube on the dick. Don't do me bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, do me right. That ain't right. And I feel like with this, Justin just gave it to me all raw, dry. <laughs> right. It wasn't oh right. So yeah, I'm. I'm actually take a. I'm gonna take a bar away. I'm on two bars too. Okay. I completely fucking agree. Um, let's talk about the next song. It was my suggestion for the playlist. Jesse Boykins the third. I That's absolutely right. fucking love Jesse Boykins. And I'll give you credit. You introduced okay. me to him. You put me uh, on. So you get credit. This I like him. I like him a lot. Now, um, the first time I ever heard of Jesse Boykins, there's a song with his, and I was in the middle of a breakup, and a girl needed a song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he had a song that's called A Matter of the Heart. And I was like, Jesse, you just understand me, nigga. Like you get me. And then I looked at his uh, Instagram and this nigga is like granola with dreads and like the wild ass hairdos and he wears like terry cloth pants and shit like you know what I'm saying like I love this nigga so much the song is called Earth Girls I gave this shit five stars I love this song so much mm. I love Jesse Boykin so much I love the video uh, it made me want to take out my weave and put on like you know a <laughs> potato sack and walk the streets picking flowers and shit like I was like damn like let me get out here in my light blue, baby pink, you know, uh, damn near skin tone clothes and get out here and like embrace, embrace nature. Like, I don't know. The song is so simple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
Daisy's that nigga's like, Daisy, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this song just did something for me. Like, she's spinning in the fields, taking flowers and throwing bitch, shit I wanted to go down a hill, nigga. Like, I wanted to hold hands <laughs> with my girl and run down a hill, fall a little, you know, roll down the rest of the way, get a little dirt on my clothes and not get mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of shit. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. The song fine. is so simple and melodic, and to me, I don't know. He's just so pure. He has such a pure voice, mm-hmm. and he's just pure to the sound. You can tell he is not faking. Like if you go to this nigga's house, he's gonna serve you room temperature water in a jelly jar. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this, <laughs> with this the non chopper <laughs> incense burning and the yeah. blunt roll ready, banner cooking, a little bit of lavender. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how this nigga lives. Five five bars for me, Kelly. Yeah, it's definitely a five. I think you said everything, but he has his album is called Bartholomew. Bartholomew, dang, I butchered that. But um, it's a great album too. I like the song with Sid. Um, I like, I like the whole damn album. What can I say? So check him out. Yeah, if you've never heard of Jesse Boykins, definitely don't just listen to this album either. Take a step back. There are some other good fucking songs on here. And for all my people who might be going through some heartbreak, this nigga has had some granola-eating vegan bitches break his heart, okay? You could tell. He's had an yeah. Erica Badula in his life before. Yeah. So, so definitely, if you need some you need some soul enrichment, he's the one. Shout out to all the, you know, the earth, earth-centric, Mother Earth-loving females out there. You know what I'm saying? All my healing girls, shout yeah. out to y'all. All right. Even the ones on. that wear weave. Your little Afro weaves is cute, bitch. I ain't hating. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead to the next one, Kelly Kel. All right. So next we got Blood Orange, Christopher and Six. Now, I have to be honest. This is more your type of vibe, your type of music. And um, it took, I, it, it confused me a little bit. You know, <laughs> I'm not a big Blood Orange, you know, fanatic, but... There was some things that I liked, but this song, Christopher and Six, was a miss for me. He reminds me of The weekend. I enjoyed the artistry of the live instrumentation and the sound that he created, but uh, I'm not here for the vocals. Like, I'm, oh! I'm not here for the vocals. It, it, he reminds me of one of them 80s artists. I can't think of which one it is, but I just, I don't know. It's just a slightly off key. His voice sounds like like a mosquito to me. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But I just can't get into it. I can't get into it. But I like the music. So I appreciate the artistry. You can do your thing. But but for me, it's a miss. I gave October and six five five bars. Uh, When the first... Here's my thing. Dev Hines, who is Blood Orange, has done a lot of work with Solange um, and basically was had a seat at the table when it mm -hmm. comes to that album. So clearly... Blood Orange has been very inspired by the music he's been making with Solange because this album is called Black History. And now, when the song first came on, I immediately heard that sample of Janelle Monae's guitar riff from Sally Ride. Mm. I loved it. I love Dev Hines is trying to explore even more of himself. And this is more introspective, woke lyrics. And you know I don't like that shit, but I liked it. Okay. The bridge, like the bridge harmony section, was real nice, and I felt like it was a cute look at behind the scenes. Like I think for me, when it comes to music, it doesn't have to be a complete idea. And I think when it comes for Kelly, Kelly needs a start, middle, and a finish. And I think that's why she doesn't like Blood Orange because he's never gonna give you a full a full vocal, and he always sits right on top of the notes like Alicia Keys, and he's always gonna be more of a feeling rather than a sound. You know what? I, I ha- I'm sorry, I had that same thought. Like. If if I'm listening 
for to music this 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 song or this these two songs just for the way that they make me feel then it's it's an it it's great. out the park it's out the park but if i'm listening to the vocal quality of it then i have some issues that's all okay but Agreed. for the feeling yeah he's talented you know i can't qualm with that definitely i, I felt a certain way he achieved that i like that i think as a music <laughs> listener it's hard when you don't really when you're not really acquainted with an artist because i don't care what nobody says even the best music reviewer mm-hmm has their favorites or has somebody who they might have dug a little extra into and can tell you, you know, from my experiences with this person, I feel like this and this and that. Like, just like how when we reviewed um, Kendrick Lamar, we both had completely different takes on the the music because we are from two different sides of the Kendrick Lamar coin. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think with Blood Orange, I feel like maybe I just understand him a little more Mm -hmm. because I've been listening to him for a very long time. But, you know, for me, his voice is very gay. Though I love it, it is very effeminate and and on the on the verge of of flamboyant. So I can get how that might not read as powerful. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to give it to him. The the big harmony section was so nice. Yeah, where it was some there was clearly some kind of girl in the studio with him, and he was singing like the major part, and she was just harmonizing with him in the back. It was super good. Yeah, and the vocal part at the end, I wasn't sure if that was Dev singing like that or if that was the girl, but I was excited to hear that. It was very nice, very refreshing, and it did make me excited about this body of work. Um, so yeah, for me, five bars on this one. But um, so we have another Blood Orange song, which is June twelfth. Based off the just the couple of songs that he's released off this, it seems like black history is going to be about streets and dates and his personal black history. So I don't know who, what woman he's speaking of on June 12th. I think he may be his mother, but I gave this song four stars. But I want to hear Kelly Kell's opinion about it, and then I'll kind of give a different one, I'm sure. I mean, I'm here for candid memories and storytelling. I like that feeling of just being out and maybe in the streets of New York and you chilling with your your friend and y'all chopping it up. Like, I like that feeling because I feel that gives you more personal look into what they're about. So I like that part. And he had a great message that really resonated with me, you know, and I'm here for that. The music of the song, I enjoyed the way that it made me feel. It felt really interesting and strange and it, I liked when he's in that spoken word type vibe. Like I can, I can get into that. I like that affirmation. It felt like a, a, a strange affirmation that he was just talking or whatever about. I'm here for that. But when he starts to sing, then that's where he kind of lost me Be- because I'm not connected to him um, vocally. I'm just not connected. It doesn't do anything for me. But as far as how he created a vision and a feeling and a space for me to live. I liked it. So mm. I can give it a four. I can give yeah. it a four for that. Just for that. But for the vocal, no. I'm not feeling that. I'm not connecting. I think I feel like this is Blood Orange's um opportunity to do like a Jesus, what does Slick Rick call it? The art of storytelling. Mm. You know, it seems like maybe he's just taking a different approach on it. And for me, this song, it was like you can tell he's been in the studio with Solange a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, um, if you listen to Blood Orange in the past, you can tell he's very influenced by white culture. And it's very, uh, it's a pleasant surprise to hear him transition into a more Black-centric sound. I enjoy the song. And again, I'm excited to hear more on this Black History release. I didn't feel like it was a full thought. I will say that. 
but I liked it a lot. So I, I like I said, I gave it four bars. Um, let's talk about somebody who I have been following forever. I know that Kelly Kell and I both yes, yes. were were taken aback by Violet Stars, Happy Hunting by Sincerely Jane by um, Metropolis. Thank you. And then like, Electric Lady. Electric okay. Lady, like we love Janelle Monae. Yes, and we have been waiting patiently. Yes, say that. while she got while she got on her Hollywood boogie. Yep, and was getting on the the silver screen and the small screen and do her thing, and finally we get some music, and now we have an out lesbian. Oh, Janelle she came Monae. out as a lesbian. I thought it was more like bisexual. She no. came out as lesbian. She's dating the little cute, light-skinned girl. Oh, go ahead. Good. Go ahead. So, and I felt like Make Me Feel, I gave it five bars. I like this. It's a, The song is called Make Me Feel. To me, I am the ultimate Prince fan. Yeah. Say that. And this was a total nod to Prince. Say that. I enjoyed an out Janelle, and I love the song. It's so sexy and poppy, and I love Janelle, and I'm excited by this. I think the video is sexy. Yeah, and I and I feel like whatever person, since I guess we're not a hundred percent sure if it's bisexual or lesbian, but she is dating a woman right now. But whoever is making her feel this way, woo! Hey. They uh, they must really be doing something. But shout hey. out to Janelle. Welcome to the family, girl. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah. Now let's go. <laughs> let's go back to prime time though. That video, that was where she's in the video. Miguel sings on primetime as well. And that interaction that they had in the video was so forced. Like he tries to kiss her or try to hold her hand or something. She just feels so rigid and so uncomfortable. And ever since then, I was like, this Janelle, stop playing. I've always you know you're not in. Gay. You know you're not into him. Stop playing, girl. So this was just like, okay, I knew that. I knew that. You ain't got I've to always known no Janelle more, was gay because I feel like not to say that straight women don't stick to the subject matter, but I feel like lesbians were a little bit more stubborn. And when we decide that we're a certain way, that's that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Janelle's like, I'm an android. I wear black and white. I don't do that. I don't do this. I have a lot to fucking say. And not to, like, again, not to, not to diss on my straight girls. Shout out to y'all. But, you know, y'all always want to reinvent yourself and shit. And the lesbian, we, when we find something that works, we stick with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I'm saying. I've always felt like Janelle was part of the other. She's weird as fuck. And that's not normally. And I'm just, for my, for me, and this is just my opinion. The more creative you are, the more outside of the box you think. And I just don't think that person who's super uber creative can be straight. <laughs> you need some variety. You like to explore. That's okay. why everybody who is like the top five talented people, it's always a rumor that they're gay or they secretly die of HIV or something stupid and dumb happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, I'm just saying, like, let's talk about like, we're just, just obscurity, like, um, Liberace, you know what I'm saying? That man died of AIDS, but he was such a closeted gay. How could he be closeted? Look at his fucking shiny ass jacket. They ain't no saying, question. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know how many women wanted to fuck Liberace, but he was gay as fuck. Not I. <laughs> okay. But we weren't even around in that time. Right. I guess we were around, but not sexual thoughts around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, we have to think about this. Like, Freddie Mercury, one of the best singers in the world ever in life. Mm. Gay is the gay is the gay of the snow. Luther Vandross. Gay as hell. A staple yeah. in the black community. Gay. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And now we're finding out that uh, um, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor no, Richard, don't say it ain't true. Richard Pryor, they say, too? They say Richard Pryor was bisexual. So I'm just saying, like, well, I, I feel so. like when you're super creative, you tap into a part of your brain that just makes you open to shit. He was with it just uh, makes you available. He has he a wife. Pam Greer though, like his wife said that he would fuck anything back in the day. Really? And I just believe when you're super creative, your mind is just like, yeah. why not experience that? Yeah. Why not? Why? Why? Why can't I? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping maybe this Ritalin will just get me like right in my bag. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe it's what I needed to like get deep in. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You never know. I know you keep me focused today. I'm I'm enjoying this conversation. (laughs) Uh, We got another Janelle hit. Wait a minute. Let me let me give my let me give my uh, rating for. I didn't let you give your rating. My bad. No. Do you have any words? I do. uh, You said what I was gonna say. Basically, it feels like a Prince homage. But what I'm gonna give this a four. I give it a five with the video, but I'm gonna give the song a four. Okay. Proceed. I had the video in my mind the whole time, though. Yeah, so I can, yeah. I can 100% agree with that. I do okay. feel like if we're talking about the song by itself, there's some times when the melody and the lyrics do not match up, mm-hmm. and there's some times where you feel like maybe there's going to be a tempo change and the song stays the same. Mm-hmm. So I 100% agree with that and give it a four. But if we're talking about the full body of work that is Make Me Feel, Janelle's giving you sexy, and there's a bunch of bad bitches in this video. It's a five. Yeah. Let's talk about the Django Jane. This is our classic Android girl in a digital world. You know what I'm saying? We're continuing the storyline. I love the lesbian references. We got to feed them it and you put them on a pussy diet. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Cindy. Um, if you don't know who Cindy is, that is Jane's human alias. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I was loving it. I've been following Janelle forever and I'm just in love with her. And I feel like the, I don't know, I feel like the sound that she brings and and the emotion that she can pull from you in such a fun kind of bragging song yeah it's it's talent yeah you know what i'm saying i just feel like i don't know i feel like janelle has a way of who was i just we were just talking about somebody like holly berry can give you all the struggle from every color line mm-hmm. Monet can have you walk in the tightrope but you feel like damn i need to i need to check myself yeah. because i'm out here i'm out here fucking up but the song is so fun and funky and it's the same thing with the jane with the jangle jane you could tell she had just left wakanda mm-hmm. and she was like you know what let me let me let me let me okay okay and shout out to the video too that video was bomb mm-hmm. i ain't never seen a long ass braid broke cut in half with a hoop in it that shit was fire yeah and um, yeah, I like uh, I like that she made black girls look good in blue light. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, the video is fire too. Um, I do give this song five stars. For me, it was really mm-hmm. good. And then I also give the video five stars. Yeah. Um, and it makes me really excited to hear this. Uh, what dirty is it? Computer, dirty, dirty computer. computer. Yeah. It makes me very excited to hear this dirty computer. And I feel like it's gonna be just sex, <laughs> just a That's bunch also. of sex. If it, I'm, and that would be such a different sound for Janelle, and that makes me so excited. Not, I mean, maybe a little bit in a freaky way, but I'm just saying, like, excited and like a like a talent. Like when it comes yeah. to the music, like Janelle, Janelle can be so detached from her sexual part, yeah, because she's an android and they don't have pussies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, okay. and so now I feel like now she's trying to let us know, like, no, 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 Jane got that slit. It's about to go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm. Just, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Okay, all I'm saying. She's trying right, to fully Cindy. form us. She's trying to fully form us into that humanoid instead of just the android. So I'm excited. I'm excited, and I know the visuals 
are going to be crazy. Yeah. It's an so, emotion picture, emotion yeah. picture. So I know it's going to be fresh. I can't um, wait for it. My thoughts and I on- think she's about to, one last thing. I think she's about to hit us with that Beyonce of a video for every song. I hope so. Like, I, I think, think so. she's about to hit us with a full thing. All right, let it be still. Like, my heart be still. Right? <laughs> the the minute I, I heard this song, you know, I saw, I saw both of the videos, but I was like, oh, oh, heart be still. You know what I'm saying? Let the let the va- vagina have a monologue. Agreed. And that's what she's doing. I was like, Jane Bond. Okay, Jane Bond. She gave you so many quotables. She always does that. She just comes up with these clever lyrics and metaphors that just need to be on a pen somewhere or on a shirt mm-hmm. somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So I love her. A lot of black girl magic going on here. And she said, somehow calling herself the goat. And I was like, you know what, Janelle? You are, you are. baby. You are. You, you are, are the goat. goat. Let's not even t- don't let's not even forget that she got that that photo shoot with the man. I got the direct- on it. Now I have to say this. As a young girl, I never saw any visuals of any women in suits. But I'm just thinking, like, if I would have saw that with, as a kid, made me feel so much more accepting of my own self. And it's so classy. So I was just so proud. Like, okay, I love Janelle Monet. So classy. Just can't compare to her. So this song is a five. I like this song a little bit better than the other one. It's yeah, just a five. Um, Go ahead, Janelle. Come on with us. Hit us. Hit us. I think for me, when it came to that photo shoot, I think normally when women are put in suits, it's considered like a women's pantsuit or mm-hmm. they're trying to make it like, uh, you know, you could have on the tailored pants, but you can't have on no shirt. Yeah. You know, like trying to make it sexy. Like she has on a male, she has a male tailored suits mm-hmm. and she looks great. You know, shout out to Janelle. You know, I think she is a fully formed person mm-hmm. as opposed to just an artist. Mm-hmm. And I think when you see somebody who really, truly knows themselves, mm-hmm. Whether or not she was hiding parts of herself from us or not, that's her business. She's entitled to a personal life. Mm. But I definitely feel like, you know, you can see when somebody really knows who they are. Yeah. You know, so and so shout out to Janelle for that. And, you know, I'm excited by Dirty Computer and I hope that we can continue to keep it going because she's definitely into something. And the bitch can act, too. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. not even like. She's just a fully formed person, a fully formed artist, and and I'm excited to see, you know, where this goes. The blueprint. Y'all yeah. artists, take note. Take note. Yeah, it's time Love to step, your, step, step your pussy up. <laughs> song number 10. We got Frank Ocean with Moon River. I put this song on the playlist because I am a continuously disappointed by Frank Ocean. And um, when I put this, when I sent this to Kelly Kell, I was like, hmm. Do I even want to put it on the playlist? But yes, because I want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, I gave it a 2.5. Okay. Um, it's very obviously a sample of another iconic white staple in music. Mm. And um, I love Frank, but I'm curious, like, what is he listening to in the studio and like everyday life? Because his influences have become so hard to place. And I think it's just, I don't know. And I think like the relatable Frank that I love so much, he's just becoming muddy. Mm. The song is it's not bad, but I am just curious, like, is 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 Frank in a Chris Brown position where he's put himself in seclusion and he's only surrounded by who are like pumping him up 
Mm. and saying like, oh, you know, that shit is inspired. That shit is bomb. Because this song is uninspired. Like, I will not listen to this song ever again. Like, literally. I listened to it for the the one time when I first saw it. And then I was like, you know what? Look at Frank releasing music. And I listened to it. And then the second time when I needed to review it. And that is it. Like, this song is trash. I do like the reinvention of the of the, the beat, though. I mean, I'm not going to give the take away from production. Um, The production is good. But to me, he's like first year SZA with like, overpowered harmonies over his regular vocals you can barely understand the words i don't know if he was saying like the the moon river or the moon like it was too it was too confusing and it was convoluted and i and i'm tired of not knowing who the fuck he's singing about like i'm not saying that you have to like be like i'm singing about a nigga but like perfect example bryson teller you know he's singing about the same bitch or a different bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it comes across. You can tell when he's singing about his baby mama and he's singing about somebody new. Like, it doesn't have to be this, like, I'm I'm telling you, but I'm not telling you. Like, it's, to me, it's just stupid. And this song is just confusing me even more. And I'm, Frank, you're losing me. He's just losing me. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm curious if maybe he's doing drugs like he says he is and blonde. And maybe they're just taking advantage. They're taking control of the creative process. But... This song, I didn't even need to hear this. He didn't need to release it. This is one of those things that could have just stayed on the computer and he could have worked on something else. I mean, I feel like I feel like he's trying to find his down. It brings me up to question, like, who did he work on the first album with? Was it uh, Odd Feature? Well, maybe it's time to go on back to Tyler. Y'all reconcile and y'all get in the studio and make another album or get those people around you that will help you innovate and elevate. Um, this song feels like a lullaby. I'm not really sure, you know, about the echo and the harmony, if that's even needed. Um, you know, I like toward the end, but I can't say this about it. I appreciate his ability to continue to put himself out there. Last time we he he isolated himself and we didn't hear from him for years. So if if he is trying to discover a new sound, you know, Frank, continue to put music out. It might not work, but I know eventually you're going to find that groove again. So I encourage him to do it. You know, it might not be a hit, but if that's what he needs to do to get himself back in tune, then tune on up, Frank, and come on with the album. You know, sophomore slump, you hit it, but come on with the third album. Third one going to be fire. I'm going to just say that. It's going to be fire. Come on, Frank. I'm pulling for you, baby. Let's go. I'm okay with riding the tunnel, but we have to get to the other side of the tunnel. I feel like we've been in a tunnel for about a year now. I'm I'm over it. And he's he keeps peppering out these little bitty hit these little bit not hits. He keeps peppering out these little bitty songs and they all seem one note. Chanel and yeah. Moon River don't seem that like a far separation from each other. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying like not to say it'd be different. Like I would be excited if maybe Frank was like hitting me with a song that sounds like Miguel mm-hmm. and then hitting me with a song, this moon river shit. And then he hits me with something else where he, you can tell he's experimenting. He's trying something, but the sound has not changed. Mm-hmm. It's still sleepy and sad, still misunderstood and convoluted. If those adjectives don't change, I'm going to not stop listening to Frank. Cause I'm always going to listen to agent orange Yeah, when I'm in the mood. You gonna write him off uh, though? You gonna write him off? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take him as to from from a from a bend to a has been because uh, I have not heard anything that has made me excited. He's still young though. He's still young. He's got yeah, time to I figure it out. So I'm, I'm not gonna write you off. Come back. I still he believe Keisha Cole can do something. So definitely, I'm not just gonna write off <laughs> Frank. Ocean. So you're saying but that I'm Frank just... needs to go more commercial a little bit? Give us a commercial. No. 
absolutely not. I'm the queen of non-commercial. I don't care about that. I just need something that actually sounds like a full thought. This does not sound like a full thought. This sounds like an afterthought. This heard Moon River on the radio and was like, you know what? I'm going to redo that shit. Mm. Like, that's that's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like, you know what? I heard Moon River and I was, or is it Blue River? Whatever the stupid song. Blue River. And... And, you know, I was so inspired by it, I want to make my own version. It just sounds like, you know what, I could do that better, so here I am. Mm. Like, and you could tell, like, I don't know. Moving on. Let's move we forward. We offer him. Get your shit together, Frank. Well, that's it. But up next, Post Malone with Psycho, featuring my boy Ty Dolla Sign. Now, two of my favorite people are on the track. Okay. So you know, I gave this what? A five. Right. Okay, my two favorite people on it. The song, um, and I love the song. Ty and Post are perfect on the song together. Mm-hmm. They're interchangeable on the track, and I loved it. I Normally, I want to be able to tell the difference, but when two people, like these two people, make such a perfect song, I loved it. I mean, the beat is so, like... It's so R&B, but it's like tooted up a bit. Like, I have always had faith in Post Malone. And I know a lot of folks are saying that he was going to be a one-hit wonder with White Iverson. But I knew he had something, and he has been doing nothing but proving me right. Mm-hmm. Even Kelly Kell loved Rockstar. Mm-hmm. I came like, on the other day. I was like, hey, okay. This is on the playlist. Okay. Post Malone is into something. Now, have I been absolutely happy with his personal delivery uh, um, and his own actual brand? No, but the music, I mean, you can't deny it. This song is really good. Ty Dolla Sign was amazing on this song. And I like the fact that I can't tell whose song it is. Mm. It's like a boy is mine, but uh, R&B, hip-hop, rap style. Like, I don't know, because they, you know, I don't know. To me, the song is great. Um, and I love Ty Dolla Sign. And I have to say, I think we have a new, the new white rapper is definitely changing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, you had to be hardcore to be respected. But I feel like Post Malone is getting some street cred out here. And this from he looks like he's straight out of the fucking trailer park and drinking fucking those big ass cans of Miller Lite. Blue Light. Ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Rib Paps, Blue Ribbon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And wearing cowboy boots. Yeah. With the mullet. Things, I right, think artists, artists things fall apart all the fucking time. You know, I can't stand that song. <laughs> That's not bad. You know what? I actually like Post Malone. You know, he actually can sing. Like, if he doesn't have any auto-tune, but he does have a nice quality and richness to his voice that I can appreciate. And he's putting, you know, like I said, I agree with you. Dollar Sign was a good addition to the song, and they, their voices meshed well. So it's a cool. I gave it a four. I like it. I like it. Why he's not a five? Thing. Um, Because compared to Rockstar or... That other song, uh, White Iverson, you know, I don't know. The body of work. I gotta listen. To, I gotta listen to it a little bit more for to to get into it. But okay. I like it. Go ahead and introduce the next one, Kelly Kell. <laughs> next, we got Kodak Black, "F with You" featuring Troy, Troy Lanes. Now, I gave it a three point seven. What the hell is he what? saying? What is he saying? What is he we saying? You know, I gave him a three point seven because. I gave it a 3.7 because I like what Kodak is saying. I like his lyrical content. I feel like he's evolving. He's not talking about so much street shit. He's he's evolving. And it's it's a love song. So, you know what I'm saying? It's something I can chill to. I don't know what the hell he's saying at times, but, you know, 
I, I can get into it. He's like, I'm going to support your movement, girl. I'm going to support your movement. I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. And when when Tori came on, I mean, he kind of was more understandable, but I kind of like just more of Kodak on it, you know? Mm-hmm. I could have lived without Tori, but it was cool. I liked it for what it was. What the hell are you saying? I don't know. I still don't know. I don't even think he know. He just be mumbling like, yeah, 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 yeah good. Hey, like, okay, hey, whatever. It works though. It works. Kodak think it with his own sound. Like that gave the song three point five. Mm. So I was surprised that Kelly gave it two more points than me. That's all. Uh, I gave it a three point five. Fuck with you. Uh, the song is all right. I'm used to that repetitive hook from Kodak, and in in the in the in the category of repetitive hooks, he didn't disappoint. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fuck with you is very easy to remember. Comes off the tongue very easy. It's a good song. But I just wasn't moved by it. I mean, I love Kodak Black and I love when he's singing to the ladies. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. But like, um, if I had to, this is one of those moments where I did it with Kelly Kell where I had to compare it to another single that was recently released, which is Rolling Peace. Mm. featuring XXXTentacion. I love that song. Can't get over it. So for me, I just felt like, hmm, if it's a single battle, I'd rather hear Rolling Peace than hear Fuck With You. And Tory Lanez, I just am not into him. I used to really like Tory when he first came out, when he had that big single, um, which was that, uh, was it Escape or SWV sample on it? Oh, okay. And, um, but he just, to me, you know, Tory Lanez is one of those people that I've seen enough of how he behaves outside of the music that he's just fucking lame. And I can't believe any of his music. Like, he's just a loser. So, uh, Harsh <laughs> but, words there. Let's Let's yeah. move on with that. It's not harsh. It's true. And I know that if Tory Lane's ever heard the podcast, he's childish enough to respond. So hey, whatever. Give us some time. <laughs> you know? yeah, but yeah, 3.5 songs, not bad. Just not for me. Um, let's talk about a song that is for me though. Black boy featuring the six guy champagne pop. He's back with look alive. Kelly. I just want to know what your score is. What's your score? It's a three. It's a three. Okay. I gave it a five. I love this song. Um, only problem I had this black boy sounds like famous Dex. With a mix of Baca Don't Play. Mm. And I've heard that enough. Mm-hmm. But this song is about Drizzy. Yeah. I like Drizzy's. This, I like Drizzy's. Right. This sound right now, I'm not mad at this. Drake is on a million in this song. Like, he better drop them bars. Like, I'm just saying, like, this. He just reminded them where he's been. He was like, I was gone, but now I'm back. And now I'm going to show you, like, I'm, I'm killing. Like, Drake. I love Drake in this, and he is keeping it too real. Like, I almost believe, I almost, it almost made me feel like Drake was really street, even though I know he's not. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. You get me hot. I was like, ooh, Champagne Pop, you a thug. Like, it was getting me nice and hot. Like, I was feeling that. You know, five bars. I mean, no words on the other dude. He was all right. He didn't make the song worse. Yeah. Could that song have been better with somebody else or only Drake? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But for what it was, not bad at all five bars drake was on his on in on his shit on this song the track was fire too the track's fire and the, oh yeah let's talk about that beat and the video is super grimy they're in the streets somewhere and it's just very hood like it really made me feel like champagne poppy is thugging out here like i felt like he might have pulled a gat out hit him with that one two three four five like you know what i'm saying busting shots in the air like i'm loving it i'm champagne poppy mm-hmm. i'm loving it Introduce the next one. I'm not gonna butcher this name. <laughs> All right. So up next we have Penama Penamico with L I E Lie. I don't know. I decided to put a little K-pop on you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was like, 
you know, this boy's talented. And I felt like not more of a testament to the fact that soul has no color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't a word of it, but I really liked the song. It was bluesy and jazzy. And he definitely has a great voice. And you can tell he's very influenced by black music. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling it. The beat to me had some moments where it was a little lost. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a touch jazzy you know what I'm saying it was a touch too jazzy but then they was trying to make it a little poppy so I could see how it just got a little confusing but then I also wanted to be respectful to the Korean culture and maybe that's the kind of music that they listen to out there Hmm. you know like that kind of confusing Mm -hmm. you know I'm saying maybe that's the sound out there so I didn't want to take away from that so I gave it five bars because I felt overall it's a nice introduction to him he's very talented you can tell he has something going on and you know shout out to him for uh, being recommended to me, and I listen to only black music. So, okay, okay. <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, I gave it 3.7. You know, I gave it that because I like the total music as a package. I could definitely hear the influence of our culture in it. And um, I, w- I really like the second flow, like where somebody was rapping or something. I felt like that should have been more in the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. break it up a little bit. I really like that. that. That was pretty cool. Whoever was rapping was on point or rap singing, I don't know. I feel like he has a really smooth voice. Um, it's very R and B ish, and you know maybe if he sang in English a little bit more, he could like break out and be some. It's mm. very ninety ish to me too. So I was on the wave with it. Yeah, I was impressed. It, it was pretty cool. It reminded me of like, excuse me. It reminded me of Next. You remember any? Yeah, yeah. See, like I don't know. I liked it. I I really liked him. But like we promised, we're gonna end the playlist with. Some of our favorites from the Black Panther soundtrack. Not to say that the whole thing isn't great, Mm -hmm. but we just wanted to highlight a couple songs that we thought were really great. It looks like we agreed on most of them, so let's go ahead and get into this. The first song, which is my favorite song on the soundtrack, is Ops. To me, the song is just so hard. I gave it five. It just comes in hard, and you feel the movie in this song so much. Like, if you don't know, Kendrick was the CD, which is the creative director on the soundtrack. And TDE came to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, this song is so good. The truth is in the lyrics. And we all have oppositions who we, who who are dead to us. And the African accent was light, but it was so sexy. Mm-hmm. And my boy, Vince Staples, showed up on this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelly Kale made uh, put a song on the playlist maybe like, what, six months ago? And it was called Rain Come Down or Sun Come Down or something. And it made me take a second look at Vince. It made me crick my neck all the way to the left. Like, what? <laughs> And I've been loving Vince ever since. Okay. And I'm telling you, my Vince, he's a five in his own on this shit. Like, this song is so good. And that beat, like, I just can't get over the beats. I can't get over any of the production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking real shit. There's not a song on this soundtrack that is not produced at the finest quality available. Like, that's, they have some money in that studio, okay? Mm-hmm. What do you think of Ops? You know what? I feel like this is that music that you need to pump yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You got to make a big decision or you got a big presentation coming up. You just need some hype music that's going to push you over the edge to just jump and perform Or you at the, the gym and you got to hit that that last 30 minutes on a treadmill or something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. I feel like this song is that song that you need to do to get to, to know your work to. So I, I enjoyed what they were bringing to it. It was a different sound for Vince. A little bit, you know what I'm saying? I, I I like that he's kind of versatile. 
Because mm-hmm. didn't he have a song with the gorillas too, where it's more electronic, high energy? So I feel like that's kind of in that way, but I enjoyed it. It was menacing. It was hype. Music just gets you through whatever you need to get through. So it's definitely, definitely a five. It's cool. I liked it. Let's go on. Five stars. Let's talk about uh, my second favorite song on the album, which I'm sure shocked the shit out of Kelly Kell because it's so California. He did. It's Eric Killmonger's theme song, uh, a dedication to Oakland, and it's clear with this music. Like, I loved it. The beat Mm -hmm. was so California. It was. And it was so good. I mean, Kendrick knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, these SOB by RBE, they're trash, but not on the song. If you've heard any of their music outside of the song, they're trash. So I was very surprised that Kendrick was able to curate them in the studio the way he did because he pulled something gritty and grimy out of these because the song had me in my old school, like, it had me, like, it, for real, had me, like, in my old school car with the hydraulics on, you know, I'm bouncing down the streets, like, I really um, felt, I really felt it. But you know what I've noticed? I would have preferred to hear YG on this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially after his recent release, Sue Wu. Mm-hmm. I think I think YG can give that grit too, and I think that he would have been great on this. But I mean, mm-hmm. I also know that that's apples to oranges. I mean, California, California, but I feel like YG. I feel like it would have been truer if yeah. YG was. You know what I'm saying? But five bars for me, Kelly. I mean, I like the intro where they talking about no one's perfect. You know what I'm saying? I like that little spoken word type of intro. The beat is fire, but I feel like. I feel like an old head because I can't get into SOB. Like, I, I just can't get into them. I, I like, you know, I know it's I know it's something in there, but I just can't relate to it. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't mm-hmm. know. I gave it a 3.5, but I like You gave Paramedic a 3.5? I'm just not into this. I'm not into the, to what they're talking about. Like, I uh, like Kelly it. don't want a gangbang. <laughs> no, I'm like, you know what? I've been on this wave, like. I haven't been listening to that type of music lately. So I'm just like, mm, I don't really want that around me. That's not what I'm about. But there might be some there. I know there's some there that some people that's into that life. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's fire for that. But it's just not something that I, I probably would skip over it. I'll listen to the intro and then I'll skip to the next. So if I had to rate it, I'd say 3.7, maybe 4. I'll give it a 4 because the track is fire. But I, don't, I just don't like the SOV. I don't like them. I could pass. Let's do the next one, though. I love it. King, King's, King's Dead. Dead. What'd you think? Oh, it's a five. You know that. J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future. Isn't James Blake on this song, too? Ah, don't steal my shine, kid. No. <laughs> I'm not. I ain't got nothing to say. But he I'm is. He's absolutely on this song. You know what? I, I, just, I think I, I'm going to have to grace the song with my first ever six bars. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about it. Oh, you know what? James Blake was on a majority of these tracks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows, if you know me, I fucking live, breathe, and eat James Blake. I fucking love this white boy. He is R&B. That is him. I don't care what nobody says. This white boy is something fucking else, okay? Like, oh, my God. The funny part was when I first heard the album, me and artists were in the car and we were doing a long distance drive to go see my put in, which is my nephew. And we were listening to it. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds like James Blake so bad. And then I look at the fucking thing and it's James Blake all over the place. Mm. Okay. Now King's Dead is another amazing song. I don't know if you noticed, but like the shit is fire. Like everything is good on this. And I can't even stand future with that stupid song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, 
sound like a munchkin. It's just one fucking line. Even though artists will not stop saying it, but rolling my eyes. But it was great. That's right. (laughs) Whatever. The beat changes and the tone changes and the song transitions. It was all killer. The song is production on acid, and it's 100% at its best. I gotta Six go get it. I gotta go get it. I gotta go get it. Miss me with that bullish. Hey. It's definitely it's a classic. Fun. It's a five. A ten. Whatever. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't have to say anything because go mm-hmm. listen to it. You not a gang member. You a tourist. Hey. And then the last song. I also like Bloody Waters. I like Bloody Waters too. And I like X too. It's a great. This is just a great album. The whole all thing is good. But I put Redemption on there as my pick because I was listening to the album, trying to pick my song. And then this came on. The interlude came on. I was like, okay, it's mellowed out. And then, you know, it came on in. I was like, hey, the little Afro beat with it. So I like this song. This is kind of like my whole vibe. You know, it's romantic. He's like, baby, I want you. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) It's just, I loved it. It's got that some type of chant in there just makes me want to dance lyrics to my soul so i like redemption i like redemption a lot it's a five for me you're not feeling it but that's okay because no i did you did i gave five bars i like the song um it's nice to hear zakari get to shine more after the love single with kendrick and i don't know i guess it was nice to see that he could do other things uh, the song had a nice African samba mm-hmm. beat to it, and I liked it. I'm, I mean, the girl on the song is groovy, and you could tell that she is straight from Africa. That's a you know girl. What I mean? Like, there has to be a girl. Is it a guy doing that? I thought it was a guy. Let me Google it right quick. Sounded like a chick to me, bro. I thought it was a guy. Babes Wadumo. Well, maybe not. Let's see. We're going to clear this up right now. We don't even got to cut this out. Babes were... I can't spell the last name. Oh, it's, a, it's a girl. It's a girl. Yeah, right. so I, know my, I know what I'm hearing, but... All right. Well, shit, I liked it. Miss me with that bullish. She looks 12. She but does. anyway. <laughs> she does. Um, a bitch only got 7% on her apple, so we're going to have to close this up. Five bars. I love this song. It's really good. Uh, the whole fucking soundtrack is a five. Um, definitely if you haven't taken a moment, go see the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And then go listen to the fucking soundtrack. And why haven't you already done it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this shit is another fucking episode. Episode mm-hmm. 21. If you're still here with us, shout out to you. Um, you know, we'll be back. We're working on a schedule. We're working, making things work. Um, and I feel like uh, you're going to be hearing more of us. I feel like, I know I say that all the time, but, uh, you know, I feel like we're evolving and changing so much. Yep. We coming and, uh, up to our one year, too. Yeah. Next month. Fold 20. We're evolving and changing so much and things are just going to get better and better from here. And, you know, shout out to all of our listeners. And hopefully, as long as we stay consistent, um, which we have been, it's been a full year, we will get more and more listeners. I mean, looking at the SoundCloud and seeing how many listeners we have now is amazing. And it's just time to keep ramping up and keep doing the damn thing. So shout out to all of you. If you have not taken a moment, why don't you start sharing us or at least talking about us with your friends? Let them know that you do listen to us. And um, always remember to comment and subscribe, I guess, which is what you would do on SoundCloud or iPhones or whatever you use. And uh, we appreciate you. Yep. But we gone. We out of here. <laughs>